Hi guys, it's Emmett. I hope you can tell my voice is a little bit better today. Um, and uh, I want to talk to you today about the idea of site repair. This is something I picked up from the fantastic book, A Pattern Language, which was written in the 60s, I want to say, maybe 70s, by a group of architects um, led by Christopher Alexander that basically tried to gather and think about all the reasons why indigenous architecture, vernacular architecture around the world works so well and why architect-made architecture kind of sucks. And they did this from uh, from a broad scale all the way down to a tiny scale. Um, and it's one of those books where you can just pick it up and always find something new in it and interesting. And um, I highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't heard of it before. Again, it's called A Pattern Language. It's uh, probably a little bit expensive, on Amazon, but way worth the read. If you're all interested in thinking about how spaces work, how houses work, how to make your house work better, how to make it feel better, um, it's it's for everyone, not just architects or builders. At any rate, the concept of site repair, uh, which I first came across in this book, was the idea that if you <clears throat> uh, need to add something new to your space, consider adding it, consider citing it in the place that needs the most help, right? So if you need to put a shed down, don't put the shed down in that beautiful spot in your yard that's awesome. Take the time and energy and money to rehabilitate the like crummy section, the little corner that's totally gross, that's neglected and overgrown, clean that out and put your shed there. Because the awesome place took a while to become awesome. It took growing things to grow certain ways, took communities of uh, plants and animals to create the space that it is. And it won't be the same if you plunk a shed down on it, whereas the crummy spot can only be improved. So um, this is something I've wrote about in my book uh, because it pertains a lot to farms, which are pretty heavy on infrastructure. And a lot of times farms are tempted to just forego the cost of demolishing or dismantling the obsolete infrastructure they have, the barns that are leaning over, falling over, when they are building something new and they just build the new thing in some of the space that they have because they're cash poor and space rich. Uh, this can only go on for so long, however, before you end up with so much crumbling infrastructure that it starts to really impede the flow of your work, um, not to mention the value of your property not to mention just making it so that you have like a weird workflow because everything's in uh, areas that aren't really thought out um, and everything kind of drags everything else down. So why am I talking about site repair? Because Cecilia the other day was like, you know what? I just don't like the idea of your future workshop going in the spot where the swing set is. I just, that's like too close to the house, too much in my face. Why don't you consider putting it over here in this spot that we're talking about rehabilitating? It's over by a spring. And I thought, well, right there. It's perfect as far as we're concerned, but it's right across the road from uh, one of our neighbors. And one of the lovely things about our house is that the neighbors, while we can see a bunch of them, they're they're kind of a distance away, in part because of the way our property is formed, in part because we have this town common right across the street. So we don't have houses right next to us, and we don't have houses right across the street. And if I was to build my workshop right across the street from this house, it would really ruin it for them. 
Um, not to mention the fact that I'd be making, you know, all the noise that goes along with carving spoons, the axing and stuff. But th- then I was thinking, well, where else on our property needs this kind of site repair? And there's this spot up in the chicken meadow, up just sort of uphill from the orchard. That's actually a fantastic spot. It has a, a spruce tree that got topped by the tornado and that's kind of growing back, but it's overgrown with bittersweet and grapevines. And there's a bunch of scrubby little trees. Um, and it's in this area where the it's sort of tucked back in the woods so it doesn't feel like it's out on display the one view down to the neighbor's house that i didn't want to disturb would be blocked much of the year by the growing orchard um and so and it has excellent solar exposure and so it's really kind of the perfect spot and the best thing about it is that it would totally uh building this in this site would involve basically taking this area that needed to be something needed to be done with it anyways, because it had a whole bunch of invasive species growing up in it. And it's just kind of scrubby and has a bunch of down logs and it would totally clean it up. So it's kind of a brilliant example of how the best solution might require a little more work up front, but it will dramatically improve the feeling and coolness of a space or property because you get two for one. Not only do you have the cool new structure, but you also cited it in such a way that it eliminated one of the places that you were ignoring or turning your back on. Um, so I'm really excited about it. It's still not going to happen for a couple of years, but I can spend the intervening time uh, cutting out all the scrubby little trees that are in this spot. And I haven't decided yet whether I'm going to excavate down and try and make a more level pad for it to be on right now it slopes dramatically or if i'm just going to do sauna tubes um something tells me i might do a little of both but probably i don't know i'm leaning towards excavating down at this point because i just like the way that a place feels when it is built into the landscape a little bit more um when it's when things are up on sauna tubes because they're on a slope it just feels like they're sort of plunked down and i don't want that for my for my workshop. So, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Very excited about this in case you can't tell. Talk tomorrow.